this episode of Nerds Who Get Late Sometimes. The nerds talk a little bit about their recent board game session. They also discuss the new Punisher trailer from Netflix. They talk a little bit about the new Tomb Raider that was coming out. And they answer some of your questions from the Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes mailbag. All of this and much, much more on this episode of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. Welcome to Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. So this is a new episode and we are here without our fearless leader, Nathaniel. You mean our special guest host. Yeah. Our special guest host that sometimes appears every now and then, but mostly not. Uh, so today with me in the studio, I have Mr. Uh, Theodore, TJ. Yeah, thank you. I've got Mr. Um, Ch- Charlie Chuxton. Over here, uh, mm. Charlie <laughs> Chuxton. Boo. Well, yeah, that is your we, name. We boo you. <laughs> boo. boo, and Mike. Hey, <laughs> I just didn't want to get booed anymore, hey, guys. So, how's everyone doing? Doing fantastic. Doing it's man. been a whole week since we've seen each other because we don't absolutely talk or see each other no, outside never. of this podcast. It's I've missed you all so so much. It's been I, cold at night. I hate you all. <laughs> it's been. Uh, I applaud your murders. I wish I would have actually skip to not come because I hate all of you. Yeah, <laughs> there's I a pay per view on right to now. Tell you all how much I hate you guys, and it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, like, it's a very, very here's much. reboots, and you guys are way lower. If, yeah. And if you want to, you have to look into somebody's eyes and tell them you hate them, yeah. or you I don't, don't really exactly. Hate it doesn't them. really mean anything. Though. No, because I'm giving up Twin Peaks right now to be here for this shit show. So, right. oh wow, you know it waited 30 years. It can wait. You know, yeah. I mean, I just started so. It's not bad. Yeah, well, you know. Well, other with that, people are late to the train. What if we jump into, yeah, Laura Palmer's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump into our nerd-ons, yeah. since Chuck's already ruined it for us. That's just something dicks anyway. in hell. <laughs> I thought her name was Rosie Palms. <laughs> That's Chuck's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> are they not dating anymore? What nah. Using the left now. Chuck's hand broke up with him. <laughs> Sorry, not doing it anymore. <laughs> and left one's got other better things to do. Left one's got a boyfriend that there's, ain't Chuck. There's only so many STDs that a hand can get. Yeah, it's just I like worry about getting pregnant though. Giant oozy wart. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's do some nerd ons. Get your nerd on. All right, well, this is the uh, portion of the show where we talk to you about the most important thing we ever could talk about ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, what have you been nerding on about this week? Tons of stuff. All of the stuff. All mm-hmm. the stuff. Uh, I am actually uh, reading what's called the Earthrise series right now. Have uh, you? I believe I've heard of this before. Have you talked about it before, or is this a famouser one? 
Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't think it's necessarily famous. Uh, it's relatively new. It's written kind of in the vein of like Old Man's War, Old Man, Old Man's War, uh, Starship Troopers, that kind of thing. You know, oh, nice. uh, military sci-fi going against aliens. So I'm on the third book right now. They're relatively short, uh, but it's not a bad series at all. I'm. Uh, I would say it's caught me. You know, and I'm. I'm really enjoying it. I've also been uh, put my nose to the grindstone playing some XCOM 2. A lot of fun. Uh, I will say, and you know, TJ's going to talk about it too, and we agree it's a pretty glitchy game on the PS4, uh, but it's really enjoyable. Uh, I like the base building system. Uh, A lot of things are streamlined. Uh, I think it's a great improvement over the first game, and I'm really looking forward to playing some more of it. Uh, what else have I been doing? Let me think here. I think that is possibly it. Uh, other than XCOM's been taking up a lot of time. It is. Uh, the big thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more as well, is also was able to see the Kingsman Golden Circle this, uh, Friday. Yep. Uh, really great movie. Uh, I think it built well upon the first one. It didn't try to recreate the first one, uh, and the things that. But at the same time, it was still just as good, or maybe even a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's one of the few sequels that have not only built upon the original story, but brought a few new things to the table as well. And yeah, I really appreciated it. Uh, but I mean, that's it, uh, Chuck. Uh. Did a little bit uh, this week. Uh, started on uh, Netflix. Uh, talking earlier, uh, started uh, Twin Peaks uh, a couple days ago. The original one. Yeah, the Not original the one. one. Uh, Ray's always talks about it. Has one of uh, TJ's favorite characters of all time in it. Mm-hmm. Agent Dale Cooper. Uh, I think I'm on the. I think I started the fifth episode before I came here tonight. It's weird. What happened in that one? I just started the fifth one up. Uh, for, from what Nick said, because my buddy Nick's watching the show as well, he's, I think he said that's about the time where it starts to get a little strange, just the fifth to sixth episode. Because <laughs> uh, the, they just had the funeral. Oh, God. And that's the damn Laura's uh, funeral, Ray? Yeah. That is a train wreck. Yeah, the, de- oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> the casket lowers, comes up, lowers, comes up. I'm like, all right. This fight breaks out. Man, you'd have thought that was yeah. built, that was done in the South. Like, I'm trying. And, like, the thing is, I was telling Ray last night, uh, I started watching it. It's like, I'm not putting my attention anywhere else i'm not on my phone or anything i'm watching and i'm like i'm trying to keep up with what's going on in front of me and he's like well it's a david lynch so yeah. it's gonna happen mm-hmm. but uh enjoying it so far i don't know everything about it right now so i'm just I'm, I'm gonna have to grind on that one uh finally saw the death note movie that netflix did as a fan of the series it was okay if you have no idea what, about death note and you watch it it'll be fine I had my issues with it, but I just, I'm just i not going to go into detail about it because it's kind of boring. Uh, give us a quick, you know, non-nerd Cliff's note. Uh, I know it's really hard, but, you know, no, stuff your changed, anger in a sack and give me some... Give no, me they, some. They, they changed up a bunch of stuff because Japanese to American, but uh, the... Did you say it was whitewashed? Yeah, to an extent, but uh, the intentions of the characters are really bizarre as how they're portrayed in like the manga the anime and the japanese live action 
Do you kind feel like, like a compliment how, of the series, or do you felt like it kind of detracted from it overall? Uh, kind of, di- it's just its own thing. Like how uh, Ray and TJ will talk about uh, like Civil War, the comic, how the character, it was weird because characters were written in a way that they're not normally written as and portrayed as. Yeah. That's how this was, because like... They're forcing a character to fit the story instead of yes. the story yeah. to fit the character. Because Light uh, Yagami in Death Note, he's doesn't like he doesn't trust the uh, judicial system and in Japan so he's doing it to try to help the police and he ends up becoming psychotic from that by killing criminals in the Netflix version it's like he's just doing it to start off as fun he's like oh I can do this and I can do this there's no motive behind it really for what he's doing okay so it's just stuff like that they flipped on its end it's I just mm, but for just watching a movie it was it was fine uh that and I bought Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite also this week. You did buy it? I did buy You've it. You've been bitching about that thing for like a month and a half. It's fun. Yeah. It's very fun. I, I do enjoy it. The gameplay's fun. The roster's kind of... Uh, it's a lot better. It's more polished than Street Fighter Five was when it came out. Because you actually get a whole game this time. But the story mode is almost non-existent. It's kind of boring. I haven't done online play. I'm just trying to get some of the characters figured out. But the character design and models are horrible. Captain America looks like a mini Hulk. Spider-Man looks like Brock Lesnar in body paint because they jacked all the characters up. It just it doesn't fit right. But how does how does the game how's the gameplay and all the, uh, the story and everything? Is it any, any of that any good? The story mode. They didn't take any lessons from Injustice then. No. Okay. The Injustice story mode was so amazing. Pretty much all it is, it's Ultron from Marvel, Sigma from uh, the Mega Man series. They come together to form Ultron Sigma, and they end up colliding the Capcom and Marvel worlds together. So you have areas that were Asgard that's now X-Guard. Umbrella Corp is no longer Umbrella. It's Aimbrella. Aim and Umbrella have merged together. Wakanda is no longer Wakanda. It's Vlakanda, something from Monster Hunter and Wakanda combined. And it's just that. And it's like, oh, what do we do to save the world? Thanos gets involved and he double crosses everybody at the end. Mm. But it's it's fun to play, but the story mode is very weak. Okay. Okay. And I think... Not really into fighting games anyway, so this wasn't one of those. I enjoy fighting games. I know you do. But this one, it was... Just not my flavor. It's kind of a letdown. I'm not a big fan either, but uh, Marvel versus Capcom is something that I remember playing a lot as a kid in the arcade. And it's That's true. It was definitely fun in the got arcade. a soft spot in my heart. The first I, one was yeah. great. The second one improved on it. The third one was couldn't really get into the third one, and this one I was hoping would be so much better. And it's for it for sixty dollars. It's not worth it. Oh, you bought it new. Ooh. Yeah, because also the yeah. DLC <laughs> for it. If you want the six other characters. Like right now, if I want it, it's another I think thirty dollars for those. Wow, season pass, the standard. But with injustice, though, if I buy the forty dollars add-on pack, that's additional skins, currency for the game, shaders, and all the fighter packs that they're releasing. So for ten dollars, I'm getting nine character, or for forty dollars, I'm getting nine characters and all this extra. But stuff. you already have to pay fifty or sixty bucks for the game. That's a hundred dollars for a game. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of how they've artificially yeah. inflated the cost of a game. But yeah, is I through bought, DLC. But mm-hmm. if I bought the ultimate edition of Injustice Two when it released, 
and got all that also, it's $100. Yeah, it's already $100. Yeah. Wow. But that's or, everything there. You can wait a couple years, buy the Game of the Year edition for 20 bucks. Yep. And maybe that's not even with the a first couple of years. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, I guess uh, Battlefront's been out for a while, but the mm-hmm. they were giving away the new, or the uh, season, season pack to the first game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the second one's coming out in yeah. months. So. I used to really disagree with that, uh, that philosophy, but... Uh, now that I play games less and I have a large uh, collection, just kind of sitting there collecting dust, it's going to be probably what I do from this point forward. Unless yeah. it's a game I know I'll play day Instantly, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think the last game I bought day one was um, one of the last Final Fantasies that came out, and I played it for a week or two and just kind of lost interest. It wasn't yeah. the last one. I think it was fourteen, maybe the one with lightning. <laughs> yeah, Fallout so. Four. The kids got me Fallout Four for Christmas at uh, yeah I, last I, year. I didn't buy. I might be uh, maybe did buy that one day one. I can't remember because it came out around Christmas okay. time. And, I, and so <clears> they <throat> bought me the game. I bought the season pass for it. Yeah, and that's the last thing I yeah I, bought I did buy the price. season pass for that one too. And I mean, I played it a bunch. I haven't played it in a while, but I yeah. know I'll I'll keep playing it until I don't have my PS4. Yeah, I've so. got twenty hours in it. Yeah. Oh, and I saw <laughs> like Mike Kingsman the Golden Circle as well this week. Yeah. All right, TJ. Um, I got a lot He's went on this list. week. Um, I beat XCOM too. Whoa! Oh dang! So, so you're gonna go on the next difficulty? Go ahead and bring it over here. I have to. Um, <laughs> TJ's like, I don't know. Oh man, that was it was brutal. I mean, I I encountered a glitch, and there's a number of glitches that come up in the game that mm-hmm. are game breaking. Mike spoke about earlier. Mm-hmm. I came upon one that actually helped me out, where the aliens wouldn't move during their turns. So I got about a month of turn. yeah. I got about a month of combat where I didn't get counterattacked on missions. I would love that because the last five to six missions, there have been sectopods. Oh shit! There's just there's one every Doesn't damn feel, mission. Does it feel a little bit like you got ripped off though when that happens, or is it just like thank, I'll like, admit, thank God, I'll admit I was very bored. During those missions. I can imagine. That's a month to base build. Yeah. And to not lose guys. That was exactly it. So in that time, though, I was able to research and just gain supplies and intel Mm -hmm. and stuff like that without worrying about stuff. And so that month of time, I was able to research, get my plasma weapons, get some exo armors Mm -hmm. and some other stuff going. Let me tell you what. (laughs) <laughs> you get to be pretty badass where there were some missions where admittedly I was a little worried going into them. I'd see the list of aliens that were going to be on the mission. I'm like, shit. And I'd get in there and just really good tactics and, mm-hmm. and the right weapons. And I was able to get right through it. Um, psionics in later game, Mike, when you get there yeah. are amazing yeah i've heard they're great uh my tech level right now is plasma weapons and warden suits yeah if you can get the heavy exosuits for the heavy troopers oh yeah i don't have the x i think it's the war suit i have them in war suits okay the war the yeah the war suit that one's really good and then i know you can't get the dlc stuff but the dlc suits are pretty awesome too well, There's I, one that makes it's a rage armor. It's made out of that uh, Berserker King. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you you basically wear his skin into mm-hmm. into battle. All of these oh, armors are made out of the skin of the badass. alien that you kill. 
So you, you walk out and there's a like a 25% chance that a muton will panic when they see it come out on the battlefield. Dang. <laughs> so that, um, there's a Archon King suit where you can fly into any location that you want to and it That's bypasses cool. overwatches. And then I feel like I need to look into this game now. The, the game uh, is a lot of fun. The uh, Viper King suit lets you shoot a freeze blast and it's got a grapple hook included plus extra dodge and stuff like that. They're they're pretty badass. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it now, but I'm at the point where like tactics are getting me through. Yeah. Uh I mean my got my team's pretty solid. I'm finally starting to getting to the point where if I play smart tactically, I kinda don't need that med kit I don't I can't make. Yeah. <laughs> uh but I'm excited. Like the I, I really miss the the cybernetic enhancements they had for Enemy Within. Yes. I wish they would do that because it was so cool having like a giant fucking mech robot troop. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the psionics are cool and I know they're going to build upon the game like they did with obviously Enemy Unknown and Enemy Within. Yeah. Psionics are much better in this than they were yeah, in the uh, first psionics game. kind of felt kind of half-assed at the, uh, in XCOM, but I mean, you needed psionics to win the game. Yeah. There's this... Um my my favorite sonic attack I've done so far. There's it's domination, which is you get a one turn, one yeah, chance. Bill Cosby loves that too. To um, <laughs> mind control an alien for the, the rest of the the game, the Damn. rest of that match. Um, so I ran. I I had a thirty nine percent chance to mind control a gatekeeper. Jesus, and got him. <laughs> that motherfucker is awesome. By the way, I just fought my first one. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're a giant futuristic ball, actually hollow with a giant tentacle monster in the middle of it who can make zombies and has enhanced psionic powers. Yeah, pretty. yeah. He's pretty rough. Yep. But uh, uh, what else we got? Um, I started a custom one six Emma Frost figure this week. Dang. Yeah. Um. So um. Taught myself how to use a sewing machine. Are, oh, you, wow. are you using that uh, that Fison body? Yeah, I bought a Fison body for a Scarlet Witch body swap, but mm. things didn't work out for it. And let me tell you though, like I mean, I know it's kind of all gibberish, but these Fison bodies are so nice. Yeah, like they have a metal metal endoskeleton. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so for people that don't know, that don't collect <clears throat> the one six figures, uh, there it's a different company that creates another body that you can put the heads and the hands and the yeah. suits mm-hmm. and everything on just in case you're not happy with the body that actually came with your figure. Yeah. So I mean, they're expensive bodies, but I mean, they're, yeah. they're worth it. Yeah. It's, I couldn't, they're seamless. Yeah. I ended up not being able to do the body swap. So I'm using that one body. Hand. Yeah. I'm using that body for Emma Frost. I picked up a head on eBay and some hands and what you've been wanting to make Emma Frost for a long time. Ever yeah. since he started collecting hot toys back a year or two ago. Yeah. So I was able to do the Cape the way I wanted it to. Um, I was even able to run wires through it. I wasn't sure if I was going to want to or able mm-hmm. to, but the cape material wasn't flowing right. And so I, I was able to run wires in it to make it do the things I wanted it to do. Yep. And I, I think it came out great and you guys have said it looks good. So I can't wait to get the rest of the stuff for it. We're just really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it looks great. Now I've seen three movies this week. Um, golden circle, uh, which, I wasn't expecting to see, but it was it was amazing. Like everybody else has said, mm-hmm. um, I watched Wonder Woman this week. That's yeah. what you think. 
I thought it was great. I thought it's mm-hmm. one of the best, front the best DC movie that's come yeah, out. It's a, it's just a great movie on top of a great comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't go all girl power. Um, I loved uh, the empathy that Diana showed through the whole thing. Yeah, Gal- uh, for everything and for her being like a new actress, she's really good. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, there's a lot of facial expressions and stuff like that and uh that no man's land scene was awesome as hell oh yeah um and then uh an odd movie i didn't ever think i would watch but i did and it ended up being pretty good was uh the beauty and the beast live action movie i told you it was really Mm -hmm. good well i mean yeah Yeah. when i saw it it's done really well yeah it's it was an obvious labor of love for whoever was involved yeah, because in because it. it is like shot for shot almost yeah and when it's not i mean i wouldn't say shot for shot. let me take that back but the the iconic scenes are there are spot on yeah the the iconic scenes are there the um when it does veer from the story it expands it mm-hmm. instead of being like oh we're just throwing this shit in yeah you know? um and everything from uh kevin klein yeah, just everybody in that movie, and then they had um, e- even Celine Dion singing during the credits was like it's just everything they put in it was like if you're gonna do a remake or or a reboot, that's the way to do it. You know, you come in there and appreciate the source material and and give it the love that it deserves. That's yeah. why you're making it in the first place. I'm gonna do some half-ass thing with it. So kudos to them for that. Yeah, I agree 100. percent You know, and and I've, and. Uh, I, uh, it wasn't as popular as I think Disney wanted it to be, but I mean, a lot of people still like these movies, and I'm pretty sure they're going to s- continue with the series of making live action, like in spirit remakes of these really famous Disney cartoons that have well, been around for We know Aladdin's on tap. Yeah. Uh, there's Lion Little Mermaid King. and Lion King are all yeah. on tap, and that's yeah. your, Dumbo. your 90s. Dumbo, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's your. They, yeah, they've got plenty of to go pull from yeah. for that kind of stuff. So, yeah, if they all showed the same labor of love that that one did, I'll be impressed. I yeah. mean, what I'm interested in though is that are they going to have them on Netflix and the Disney streaming thing, or are they going to put it in the vault? It'll probably go on the Disney streaming thing. Yeah. I think they're going to pull everything from Netflix. So, and everywhere else they've got it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think uh, I think there's a few things on Hulu and there is a lot of it on Amazon. I don't know if they yeah. pulled that or not. There's a lot on Amazon and Hulu and yeah. and Netflix. So it's very interesting to see where Disney's going to go with this and yeah. what is actually going to be on the streaming service. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, was that everything, TJ? Yeah, that's, that's all we had. Okay. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. It really was. Uh, I finished up Walking Dead season season seven, I believe it is. Oh, nice. uh, this week, and um, ah. It wasn't a disappointing ending in the fact that it was not done well. It was just one of those, like, uh, I expected this to go a little bit longer. Well, I expected, expected there to be a be little bit more. A little more, yeah. It was like, like there wasn't a resolution. It was almost like in the middle of what could have been a resolution. Um, so I, I felt kind of uh, cheated on that, ripped off a little bit. But the whole season has been really good. Negan is an incredible villain. Um, and I, I I don't know. I just are you I, hoping they avoid the time skip that they did in the comics? I didn't read much past when Negan um showed up. Yeah. So um, 
I just read I up. I don't on, think they are though. online and I think stuff I, I about. I think I looked into stuff a lot, like before season eight came out. Yeah, uh, I saw like a trailer or something. I think. Well, there was not. a shot going around of Rick with a white beard. Yeah, I mm. think that was at the end of the the season eight trailer. So I I don't know. I I'd be okay with whatever at this point. Um, I think they're getting. I believe they're getting ready to wrap this up. I think another season or two. Yeah. But um, yeah. I I like we like we said last week. It's kind of one of those things where I'll just, you know, get away from The Walking Dead for a year or two and then go back and be like, oh, man, the show actually is really good. So I, I, I would like for them to continue it if they actually get to the point to where, you know, they can make some kind of permanent change as yeah. in like they finally create a successful settlement and or, you know, there's something instrumental. I know that. You know, based on what happened in season one, that there's really no cure for it or anything like that. But I think it would be interesting. Like I have, I've read a series of books just very recently where people lived in the same place as zombies. Like you know, America was mm-hmm. taken over, but people were able to rebuild society. They didn't live side by side with them or anything, but they were able to, you know, still protect live. themselves and thrive again. Is that the one with the mech suit? Yeah, the zombie mech suit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, that that was really I mean, narrative's possible basically. I don't mean Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm just really digging in. I'm now I'm looking forward to season 8, but I think it'll be at least a year before season 8 pops on Netflix. So I've yeah. got a little while to wait. Yeah. Um I've also been painting a lot of my miniatures again. Yeah, you I have. got back been into the uh, really good. Yeah. Too. Well, thank you. Um I got back into painting the uh the Imperial Assault miniatures. Um uh, kind of watched some more videos and went back to it um i've been wanting to for a while but they've just been sitting up there and finally one day i was like damn it i'm gonna i'm gonna start doing this again so i went to walmart and got me a little lamp so i can see better and um and got me some new brushes that were you know a little bit more expensive like instead of a do you have the ten dollar the clamp on the Elbow arm uh, magnifying, magnifying glass. With no, the white, no, you no. Need one of those. I have one of those for soldering and stuff, but I haven't broke it out yet. Because um, I've also seen that they have like glasses and stuff, and a lot of people on the forums I've been going to talk about how they just go get the 3X glasses from Walmart that are cheap and use those. Uh, but I, I haven't really felt like I've needed that yet. Um, but uh, yeah, I went and picked up some more paints. I mean, like I said, I got some more brushes that are a little bit more expensive. They were like, I think they were like $3 brushes, but uh, I had a you know, the, Michael's always has coupons for like fifty percent off or something like that. I think the brushes were like forty or fifty percent off. So, uh, so I got those, and I've been really happy with the results I've been getting from them. So, um, I'm gonna start. I've I'm gonna start tackling some of my some of my bigger ones. I I did Darth Vader, which was, of course is a bigger one, but he's just black. You know, <laughs> there's not mm-hmm. a whole lot of color to mess up on on that. Uh, but I'm probably gonna jump into like my Boba Fett and stuff like that here here coming up soon. So that's been a lot of fun. I've been having a blast doing that. Uh, I'm not great at it, but it's been it's, it's been fun. You, I mean, it's getting the one a thing lot showed, better. Really good. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Um, we, me and Allison went to um, Epcot Food and Wine Festival yesterday at um, Disney, Ooh. and uh, Chuck was apparently very jealous. Dude, that's that. Wasabi pork dumpling, dude. Oh, I still, those were delicious. Oh those were delicious. I don't remember anything else. I just remember seeing the picture of that, and I'm like, that looks amazing. We're we're probably going to go back one, at least one more time because um, we definitely did not make it through everything. Um, some of our favorites, we had a uh, corned beef. 
from the Taste of Fire, a booth that was there. That's you know they do like barbecue stuff. Okay. Um, and that was really delicious. It was uh some kind of smoked corned beef, and it was with uh with a I think it was an a, a amber ale fondue over the top or something. It was it was really good. There was a shrimp scampi dip that we had. Mm. It was it was absolutely delicious. It was a flavor explosion. Took me right to Flavor Town, um, and uh, a few a few other things. The wasabi um, pork dumplings were were delicious. Unfortunately, it was really really hot, and uh, I think I didn't drink enough water. I was feeling yeah. really crappy at that point. Um, but yeah, we, we went around and did a lot of that. Had a lot of good drinks. Had a lot of good food. I feel like. Most of this, I don't know if we've just been there because uh, we, we've been a few times. So I don't know if we've just gotten better at picking out what to eat and what not to eat. But I feel like almost everything we had was really good. Um, we had something called a glow nut that was a, a donut that glue in certain lights. And that wasn't really great. It was kind of just a donut. But um, just a novelty. It thing, was a novelty basically. thing. And this was a new thing that they're doing, the light labs where you go in there yep. and they're they do a lot of um, science stuff where you get a, I think it was a vanilla and tonic water that's mixed with cotton candy, and they run it through all these beakers, and then they put it under the special UV light, and it changes colors and stuff. So it was a lot of novelty stuff like that mm. at this one booth, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and I, I just, you know, I wanted to have a glow in the dark donut. So, yeah. Uh, but the rest of the stuff was pretty good. Um, we had a pancake that was a sweet pancake. With onion jelly or onion jam and chicken um, sausage on mm. it, and maybe it had a few other things on there, and it sounded it sounded Sounds really delicious. interesting. It wasn't great. Oh, uh, it was probably one of the di- more disappointing things because, like you said, it sounds really interesting and uh, really uh, good. Yeah, but um, have you ever had an ugly uh, onion, an ugly jam, an onion jam? I'm uh, not. I'm very, very picky on onions and how oh, I yeah. have them. So. Onion jam is actually a very interesting thing to have with something savory mm-hmm. um, because it's, I don't know, it's like caramelized onions, that, like yeah. like that kind of process. Because I've also made uh, bacon jam before, which has, it's like an onion jam with more bacon flavor in it. But uh, yeah, that, that all of the stuff was pretty good. Those were probably our two losers, unfortunately, mm-hmm. of the day. So it's but, just the combination of all three, the pancake, the chicken sausage, and the the onion jam just didn't work together, or was it like one of the components wasn't right? No, all, all the com- components seemed to be fine. Um, all together, yeah, all together they just didn't wow you. Yeah, the um, the sweet pancake wasn't really all that sweet. Um, the onion jam was fine, uh, but the chicken sausage really was kind of bland. It seemed like so there just wasn't anything there yeah. that was much pizzazz. A bland to it. sausage, yeah. and I think yeah. the um. You're eating a hot dog if it's a bland sausage, yeah. pretty much. And I think you need, uh, I think instead of a sweet pancake, you should probably go with a, um, not a savory one, but just less sweet in the pancake because you're gonna have mm-hmm. enough sweet from the onion. Well, I jam. feel like they've had something there before where it was like a, a more like a hoe cake or something. But I think they maybe this was a different country. They had one time where it was a uh, no, it was a potato waffle. But that was like braised beef over it with like a a, a, a a cheese sauce and everything. So they have some delicious stuff. That one just wasn't one of them. And I mean, you go and you know you have a lot of good things, and you have a few things that you're like, man, I, yep. I, I could have done without yeah. that. We went last year and it was just delicious. Yeah, so. yeah. I I think unfortunately this year it seemed like the drinks. 
I just didn't have a ton of drinks that were delicious this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were a lot of things that I was looking forward to that we had last year because they're, they're such small plates when you yeah. get them um, that, you know, you have something delicious, delicious one year and you hope to come back and get it again. And they just don't have it anymore. There was one thing that I got that was like a um, frozen apple pie kind of thing in oh, Germany. I remember that. It was delicious. Yes. They didn't have it this year. So it's kind of a bummer. Wasn't the main point is you have, it's a few bites. It's not like, it's not no, a No, it's meal. a small thing. The, it's a very small portion. So yeah. it's, you try and try. So you're not filling up from one thing. It's you're letting Everything, your palate go yeah. and do its own thing. Yeah. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of very small things. They're usually between $3 and I think some of the drinks can get up to 10 or $12, but most of the meals are, are meals or little whatever foods are three to around eight i think one of the most expensive is eight and it's a filet from canada their um steakhouse in canada is like a i don't know five-star restaurant or something Mm -hmm. it's a huge deal and they have a small filet you can get there that's like i think it's eight dollars and it might be the most expensive thing but it is a delicious steak yeah, I think um, they were out of it last year when we went. They were out of the apple wine when yeah, I got yeah, there. Yeah, the apple wine was but, out too. But they they had the steak because we had the steak. Yeah, I I think they ran out of the steak while we were in line maybe, for it. Maybe, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, uh, I think this year, I believe I read that they have thirty five different stands because it's the thirty fifth anniversary of Epcot. Mm. So um, so yeah, we did not get through most of those. Um, I. Uh, they they give out it's really I think it's fun they give out what they call a little passport and it's a little booklet that has all the countries and lists everything that has in there and you can put a little sticker on the countries you went to but mine's out in the the jeep still ah. but um yeah so I mean I we can go through all that stuff if you want to later Chuck but uh okay. it's it's a great it's a blast I love having you know I love good food I love trying new things yep um. So so that was a lot of fun. Also, uh, last night we had a game night and played the second um, scenario of Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles out of the shadow. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Well, I, 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 I think I like dungeon crawler games. This is the first one we've really played much of. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, well, the Turtles... Then you'll love was, D&D. Huh? Then you'll love D&D. Yeah, because I love creating characters also, and you do that in D&D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the turtles did not. Uh, they were not successful. Yeah, I played the old parameters. Hob. Yeah, I played old Hob with some. Uh, the most formidable of the turtles villains. Well, he does the have the experience. Experience going for him, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, old. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I got to beat up on some turtles, so that was cool. Um, beat up on Mike pretty hard, and yeah, Rob I got, Chuck I got pretty hard. Up. Yep. Yeah, but but it was fun, and we get to move on to the next scenario, which I believe is the last one. In that, the way the turtles game works is you go through scenarios in comics, right in books, and we're currently in book one. And I think there's one or two more scenarios, and then we'll finish out that book and move on to book two. Uh, the next scenario, y'all get an an ally, which will be fun. So we'll have to go through all the allies and what they do and everything, figure all that out. So, but. That was about it for my week. So yeah, it sounds like a nerd on. I know it sounds like we had a lot of, lot of nerd on and going on and this week. So gotta keep busy to keep the darkness at bay. Exactly. Yes. All right. So we want to move on to the news. Yeah. Yes. News. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce you to the newsman of the evening. 
Jimmy Ray Hancock, come on now. He's with the news. So we've got some news for you this week. We have a lot of trailers that we went through, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, we don't always have a lot of trailers, but we did this week. Uh, one of the, the could have been a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a trailer for the new season of Voltron because Chuck was really pissed off with season three and the length of it. No, that was Voltron. Not That's that was, no, was Chuck's penis. Yeah, uh-huh. that was Castlevania. But you were also pissed off about Voltron. Yeah, chick is yeah. chick. Chick I, Chuck I, gets pissed off a I lot. Don't, I don't think it was anything that is out right now that Chuck says he likes that he's actually a fan of. Yeah. He's becoming TJ more and more. No, he I'm hates gonna, everything these, because it's not what God, it was it, 15, 20 years ago. No, the, the, the spirit of anger has yeah. moved on from me. To well, we Chuck. just had an outburst of it there because yeah. my TJ's is, been real look, chill lately. You need to calm down. The thing is, it's like. Chuck. All right, we're gonna do a new segment, guys. No, it's called it's the, Chuck's Piss. The season's going; it's going good, going good. Stop! And you're like, "Oh shit!" It was like eight episodes, really? Seven episodes? Previous seasons were like twelve, thirteen, to fourteen episodes. Like, why cut it short just to get another season out? So it's like I think season a- two point five. But they're putting two seasons out a year now. But no, they're half seasons. Yeah, so it's technically two this year. So it's like the Chuck's experience one. at a house of ill repute as well. I, I'm not upset about this. This gives me, like, I can I can binge through that, and then later in the year I can binge through it again. I would almost like it if they did this with the Marvel shows, because um, they have so many of them now. Well, they did it, it with Defenders. No, they didn't. Defenders is only eight episodes, dude. No, I'm talking about releasing two, like, cutting the seasons in half. Because Luke Cage didn't need the last four episodes or no, so, it didn't. three or four. No, um, it was all build up to the fight, and then the fight yeah. itself was two episodes. It's like, yeah, really? Yeah, um, of a fight. I think it I was think bad. Iron Fist could have been shorter. Yep, I'll tell uh, you when I get to watch it. Okay, yeah, true. Uh, Defenders was only eight episodes, but but I mean, if they split them up in half episodes, number one, they could have a more coherent like story running throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and. We would almost always have stuff to watch about it, and mostly too. There, there's like two story arcs that go on, and then they cut that halfway yeah. through, yeah. and then it's this other part's going that's, on. Now. That's kind of the formula right now. So yeah. I, I'm not opposed to this um, because it gives me more to watch later on. Yeah. Uh, but saying all that, we got the trailer for the new season of Voltron. What, what were your thoughts? Because me and Chuck have been watching this, but yeah. I don't think anyone else has. Uh, it kind of like when they're talking like with the Voltron Coalition, it seems like a uh, kind of like a, a nod from like Starship Troopers, like the war propaganda thing. Like you do your part to help out Voltron. And it was like, I thought that was kind of quirky and kind of funny, but uh, I'm kind of want to well, see because they're trying to get everyone on their side because they're oh, fighting I know, but it's Voltar. Like how like they're like, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, that's with uh, Alora, but uh, Ted. The one that wears the black suit? No, not, oh, not the I know who you're talking about. The guy with the mustache. I can't yeah, remember his I name. Can, I cannot remember his name. But he's like, he's like, join the Voltron Coalition. He's pointing his finger at the screen. Magnum it's like, it's, I think it's kind of funny. No, yeah, because uh, they definitely yeah. have their. Um, it's it's. I mean, I don't know. Mark is, Twain. is stuff from that that era Magneto. considered um, Samuel Clemens considered anime? 
Jean-Luc that, like, Picard. The old Voltron and st- like Transformers and stuff like that that was animated in Japan and China and all that stuff back then? Is that... Yeah, the- anime is... I mean, yeah. Okay. Because I mean, any tech- Japanese cartoon can be... Because anime is just a blanket term for animation in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I know that, but I I, I don't think... The, I don't think... Uh, especially like Transformers, I don't think it's considered... Over Transformers here, anime isn't considered anime, um, but it was done. Or was it Japanese or Chinese? It's it one was, of the two. Because my brother, it was. Um, there's a couple different that. studios that handle Transformers in this uh, long, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, drawn out thing. Um, because the scripts and everything were wrote written in America, and okay. then that was animated to those scripts. Um, it's a different thing than like Robotech was. Gotcha. Robotech was originally animated in Japan and had a story, and then they mm. brought it to America and changed, chopped the shit out of it, and yeah. changed it around and okay, and stuff well, like that. <clears throat> whatever Voltron's considered, if it was yep. considered an anime or not, I don't know. If there's an anime expert out there, let us know. But uh, it the, it had a lot of it. This show still has a lot of the weird quirky anime silliness to it yeah. even though it also has the like some serious tones to it and everything and that's definitely what you get from that character yeah. in this and i'm just hoping uh because actually not even hoping like you see it uh somewhat in the trailer uh lothor starting to confront them more instead of playing the cat and uh cat and mouse game he did yeah because a the lot first of half of season three yeah because a lot of season three was him um just kind of testing them and figuring them out, you know, figuring out what to do yeah. and, you know, learning his opponent yeah. and being real scary like that. So, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I liked Voltron yeah. all, all of the other seasons. If you so. haven't seen it by now, people, it's go ahead and just jump on it. It's I'm good. waiting for him to build up a good bit of episodes. Okay, yeah. And I mean, we have the first two seasons. There's a lot. Yeah. Because one of those seasons has like 20 something episodes, doesn't it? I think the, the first one's like. 16 or 17 I think maybe so so there's a decent amount there are they are only 20 minutes long which is nice but oh, yeah okay. we also got um, a trailer for Isle of uh, the Isle of Dogs which is the new Wes Anderson stop-motion animation um, I'm a big Wes Anderson fan and I think Nate uh, I think Nathan hates it I don't give a shit though well, he's he's not here, so but it. Mike uh, is also a pretty big Wes Anderson yeah, fan I enjoy it um, so what, what what were your thoughts on this trailer I don't know quite how to pin it yet. Uh, Me either. It seems like the story's kind of all over the place, but I guess that's what's good about the trailer is it gives you kind of, it's not telling you the whole damn story. Yeah. I mean, you get enough to kind of figure it out. I mean, I'm up for any Wes Anderson movie, so I'll sit down. You know, all of them pretty much have a, uh, they're all quite entertaining. They all look amazing. Yeah. Dialogue's great like a Kevin Smith movie. And they borrow heavily from the caper genre of film, as uh, Wes Anderson's Wikipedia page says. So I enjoy <laughs> that too. Um, uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't quite know what it's about, but it should be a good. Huge ensemble cast too. Yeah, yeah. his uh, his films lately, his, especially have been. his stop motion animation movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. like is it to pay people less? Yeah, yeah. Um, it has the 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 trailer absolutely captures that quirkiness of a, a typical Wes Anderson film. It looked odd to me, but I'm not familiar with well, his work. Uh, Wes Anderson's stuff is a little odd. He the way he makes films, they're they're very self-contained films that yeah. seem like they exist just where you're watching the film. Um, and I 
I love stop animation stuff, and I love when he uses it in his normal films. I wasn't real wild about some of the stop animation stuff I saw in this, but other parts of it looked really, really good. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm glad they're not using a style on it that's going to look dated in a few years. Yeah, or because that's that's it, it a kind real of, problem. With see, some I feel of it. like that it kind of the way he does stuff. It already looks dated by the time you see it, so that doesn't date it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, it, I know uh, completely uh, what you mean. It looks by timeless. It. Yeah. yeah. Because it already looks like it's something that's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, a lot of his films are like that. You could watch them at any point and not know when they were made, mm. um, which which I really enjoy about you know his aesthetic and everything. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't. I didn't love Fantastic Mr. Fox, which was his other stop motion animation he did, as much as his other films. I love it when it's in his films but I don't love it as much as a full film. I'd kind of just rather have another Wes Anderson film, but I'll def. I mean, I, I love his stuff, so I'll definitely go see that. I'm a big fan. I feel like it's, uh, it's a different kind of movie in the same, in the same universe and the same, uh, thread as other Wes Anderson movies. So I know the man's going to keep making movies. So yeah. I don't mind this quick. I don't mind this departure, uh, because I know something good is coming a few years yeah. later, right after it. Yeah, because his last few films, I felt like he faltered a little bit. Um, ah, not really, though. A bad Wes Anderson film to me is still a good film uh, in most cases. So, uh, like the last few or the middle few got a little weird, and then the last few he's done have been really good. Did he so. do There Will Be Blood? No, that's Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. Yeah, P.T. Anderson. Um, completely different. Completely different. Moving on, we got a new uh, trailer for Murder on Orient Express. And this is another one that I think we're all looking at. Uh, it comes out November 20th or 10th. I think it was the 10th. 10th, 9th, 8th, 4th. It's 6th or the 10th. I believe it's the 10th. I think it's the 10th. But uh, this we, we've we been talking about this since the first trailer came out. Looks like it's going to be a really good film. Another giant cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. huge ensemble yes. cast. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is playing uh, Hercule Poirot, which he's an amazing actor already. Yeah, uh, he uh, he was you know Hamlet and uh, a great director too. Great director. Thor. I mean, he did uh, what did he what did he just do? He did Thor. Yeah, the original Thor movie was Kenneth okay. Branagh. So I'm really excited for it. He's, I mean, I don't see how it could be bad at all. Like and he's I, directing I mean, this too, isn't he? Probably. Uh, yeah. I think the director's someone else on this. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, let's see. But uh, while I'm looking that up, we, we also watched a trailer for the new Tomb Raider. Meh. What did, yeah. Um, I wasn't no, he's really, directing it. Is he? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're way faster at that than I am. Yep. He looks a, it looks a lot like the video game reboot that they did. Okay. Yep. And the video game reboot was really good for the Tomb Raider franchise. It was... It was solid. It made mm-hmm. Laura vulnerable, um, and uh, I think it modernized the series. Yep. It modernized it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, they can continue the trend that the game started with that. And I, as much as I don't want to see certain franchises pushed into the movies, yeah. Uncharted for one. Yeah. Um, I kind of hope it does a little better than most video game translations do. I'm it not holding out a like, lot of hope. It seems like the the idea of the story and everything seems like that's perfect for a movie. 
Yeah, because you can yeah. just Indiana Jones it. Just exactly. You, don't uh, do something from the game. Just its own adventure. Yeah, it's, it's all an about adventure. Ex- it's all about execution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you do and, it properly, it'll. Yeah, if they focus on the wrong thing, like uh, slow motion, overly jumps. cinematic shots, uh, like just bad dialogue. I don't know. I John see a lot, Woo Gung Fu. Yeah, like Gun I see Fu. a lot of movies try mm-hmm. to. Uh, match like the the witty witty humorous banter that's in a lot of movies, and it just kind of falls flat and seems really yes. Yes. Uh, not pretentious. What's the word? Uh, forced. Yeah, yeah. That's forced. not what you're looking for, but that's the way. I mean, it I mean, feels th- 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 I mean, that is pretty much the word. It's it's like okay. whatever, but I mean, that's what it is. It's a contrived. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's not natural, uh, and I feel like this movie might have some of that. Uh, it's going know. to when they show it off in the trailer. Oh, I don't feel like but there's, there's a bunch a, of that banter in that. No, but there's there's been a, a real trend lately. You tell. The end for, with the two guns. She's like, oh, I'll take both of them. Uh, that's, I wouldn't really yeah. call that witty banter. No. Trying to be. But that, that, that that's the attempt. Yeah, the it's thing. the indication I, and it falls flat. I think flat. You, you have things like um, Guardians of the Galaxy that does that so well, that is so successful, that... <clears throat> studios and maybe directors themselves and writers think we have to do that right now. Yeah. Uh, when- well, I mean, they've always kind of done that because it, it seems like the movies that try to capture the most amount of people, uh, like viewers, are, have things like b- terrible one-liners, uh, mm-hmm. something that's going to be so like mild and non-offensive in general that it's not even funny. Because, you know, like, the vast... I don't know. That sounds pretty dickish of me to say, but... I don't know. It, it just seems lowbrow to be more appealing. Yeah. yeah. For money. That's basically what it is. To me, when it's, they make a movie like that, it seems like a cash cow instead of a true labor of love. I mean, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, it's made to make money. But, I mean, you can have a good movie that makes a ton of money and, you know, people give a shit about it. Yeah. Well, movie, but then you movies, have the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah, movies are... I mean, they're visual art. Yes, and when they're when they're completely one hundred percent made just for to be made into movies, just to make money, then that's when you, you the when I think most of these fall flat, you know. Yeah. So uh, there's no soul to it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We got a uh, the second in a I believe there's going to be three or four of these shorts for Blade Runner. He said three in three? The, okay. in the description. Um so this is the second one. Blade Runner comes out soon. October. October. Mm. Beginning of October. Um so this is the second one that we've already got. We we talked about the first one a couple of weeks ago. What were your th- thoughts on this one? If these shorts are any indication of how the regular movie is going to be done, well done. I, I'm going to be well I'm really excited. Oh yeah. I still have to watch the first one, so I don't really know much of the lore for Blade Runner, but looks good. I feel like Blade Runner has been long enough that if you haven't seen the first one, they're probably still going to make this to where you can go in and see it. Yeah. Oh no, I mean, I, but I want to see the original. No, don't, no one he, copy. Yeah, uh, no, I know. I'm for anyone that's listening. Oh, yeah. Don't hear me say don't watch Blade Runner, but absolutely if you absolutely cannot get a hold of Blade Runner. I don't think it's going to kill you to go see this movie first. Yeah. I don't it, think you're going to miss out. It's not a very approachable movie, I feel. The first, yeah. You have to it, be it, a sci-fi it, fan. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it it deals a lot of high-concept sci-fi, 
it it looks like an action shoot 'em up, but it's not. No, and, absolutely not. Uh, uh, it, it it looks very dated. It, yeah, it, well, I don't which know if it looks dated. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I mean, I think you have to be it's, prepared for that. Yeah, and I mean, even dated though, it's still got some of the most impressive, like world building yeah. that I've seen in a movie. And uh, something about that era of films, and I absolutely love this, and I wish films would still do this, it tends to feel slow sometimes. Like, they slow things down for just you know just a little bit. They're, everything's not fast-paced, like bam, 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 just happening, happening, happening all the time. They actually take their time with certain scenes and let things build up and, and things happen. And uh, I, I don't... I feel like that makes things um, a little feel a little dated sometimes. So, anyway, um, I'm excited to see what comes out of this film, and I've liked both of these. Yeah. Um, the shorts have been great. Yeah. I'm excited about the new one. Yeah. Um, one one other note about you know Blade Runner. I I said it before on a podcast, but that speech that Rutger Hauer gives at the end, yeah. all improv. Yeah, all improv, and it's one of the best descriptions of 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 mortality yep that i've ever heard anywhere yeah you know and talks about all of this experiences and and everything it still kind of gets you a little bit oh yeah every time you see it yeah it's it's impressive um the last trailer that we had or video i guess the last one wasn't a trailer but a the vignette short um we got a full trailer for Punisher on Netflix. Yeah. And Ooh. this looks man, it's they're not holding anything back. They grabbed like. the right song for that trailer. Yeah, well, um the yeah, that and Metallica one, how they queued it up with the trailer. Mm-hmm. It fit. And Burnthal is just oh, a psycho monster. good. Yeah. Psycho God. good. I, I think I feel like they have. This has the opportunity to be one of the best Netflix shows that yeah. they've done with Marvel in association with them, or one of the best shows Netflix is going to do. Maybe it cause not it, just Marvel, but in general, because it's. Uh, I don't know. There, there's so much like real world stuff that can be like Punisher's. Punisher's an easy character for all of his stuff because he just has guns and gadgets, and he's a fighter. Uh, he doesn't have to do super ninja moves and super ninja flips, and he doesn't have to like kill a dragon to get a shiny fist. He doesn't have to be bulletproof. He doesn't have to, you know, throw tra- you know, huge trash cans places and knock people through walls. He doesn't have to do mind control. It's just a fucking guy with guns and a mission. Yeah, and um, yeah. It, so that's simple. They have a good actor. They've had good writing for all, for almost everything they've done. Ne- um netflix-wise for the shows even um, even that even iron fist wasn't bad no iron fist mm. is not bad at but all people say it is it's just compared to the standard that the other series i upset. absolutely yeah. feel like iron fist again uh, like i was talking about earlier wes anderson films there's not a bad one there's just some i don't like as much as the other ones with with the marvel netflix stuff iron fist is one that i don't like as much as some of the other yeah other ones but i still think it's very good it's i good, think a lot of the critics as good as the other three no 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 but that doesn't mean it's bad at all yeah if the other threes are nines it's an 8.5 you know whatever yeah. uh, i don't rate them that any Seven. of them that high but um but i feel like the uh, the critics came out saying that this was whitewashing and everything without knowing anything about the actual yeah. you know 
comics or character or anything, and other people thought it was cool to jump on a bandwagon to bash this. Kind of like BVS, Batman yeah. versus Superman. I well, felt like I that think was BVS was bad. No. It wasn't a thirty-eight. It w- no, I think it hit like an eighteen or something. It wasn't. It that was. Bad. It wasn't. That. It absolutely wasn't. Yeah. You, okay. So yeah, with that, like it, I, it's I a bunch of bandwagoning. Yeah. There were there were things that were not good about BVS. There was a lot that was good. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with so I would Luke put Cage. It more mediocre. Or, yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't even say that with uh, with Iron Fist, but anyway, that's my yeah, little yeah, soapbox for that. We're talking about Punisher, Punisher. Yeah. and Punisher looks incredible. Woo. Yeah, dude. Oh god, just season two Daredevil, just Punisher's up, Castle's up, bitten at. <clears throat> I thought it okay. He was he was great, dude. I'm so hyped for this, dude. I'm pumped. Yeah, just the one scene in the trailer. Just the one scene where he's sitting there, he's got the gun, he's shooting the guy, and he goes behind that pillar for cover, and, he's and he just starts yelling. shooting. He's like, Rrr! "I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm here, dude. Yeah, I'm ready." Punisher's not. I don't give a damn about Punisher. I don't read Punisher comic books. I don't care if he's in other he comic books. I read. I just don't care about him. His comics are. It's hard for me to believe that he can carry a series of comics. But he, does but he does all the time. They never. There's never not at least one Punisher comic. Yeah, it's it's just weird to me. <laughs> and there's fan, he has huge fan followings. Yeah, people love the Punisher. It's it's one of those things where it's a character where you wouldn't think he could carry a whole series. No, it's yeah. a dude with guns. Yeah, it's a dude just shows up and and kills random bad guy. Yeah, I, I'm. I, you know, I'm, yeah. I like it. I like the concept. It's. It's Batman. If Batman, if the thing that happened to Batman had happened when he was an adult, yeah, this is what Batman would have been. Yeah, it's yes. how I look exactly. at the Punisher. Exactly, Batman is what a kid would do for vengeance. Maybe it's just the no nonsense, no bullshit approach that Frank Castle takes to this. Like he's like, it's his justice. Because even in the in the trailer, there was a, a part where he's like, "Tell me what happened to my family," and the guy's like, "I don't know anything, man." And he said, "All right," and just shot the Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it is that people makes people love the character. If you're a huge Punifer, Punisher fan, Punifer, Punifer fan, yeah. you're a huge Punisher fan. Let us know what it is about him that appeals to you. Because, like I said, I don't hate the character. I, and I've I have read comics that he is in and some of his comics. I just never got into it. I couldn't. Couldn't. Yeah. yeah. So. I can see like six issue stories, but I can't see him like running a hundred issue yeah. comic. And, yeah. Which he's done which he does all times. the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and another thing about it, we also saw Karen Page again. Yeah, I mean, and she's the detective, absolutely. and mm-hmm. and that's another thing I love about these Netflix shows is that the characters, and it's not just one or two characters. It's there's characters that you obviously notice from other yeah. series that show yeah, up but, all over the place. And I'm not just talking about um, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Um, She's like actually not going to be in this one. Like Turk. Um, yeah. He pops up in Luke Cage. And mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute, I've seen, holy shit, there he, that's who he is. Yep. And then, um, you know, like in this, you saw Karen Page in the trailer. You saw, you saw Foggy's detective friend. Which uh, I'm wondering about Karen because, spoilers, that even counts for uh, Karen, uh, she told uh, Castle if he killed that guy, uh, the blacksmith, she was done. Don't come back to me. I'm not coming for you. Don't come for me. And then you see her in this. Yeah. So I'm wondering how did their paths cross again? Well, I mean, it's like uh, Rosario Dawson crossing paths with Daredevil again in season two. It's like yeah. in yeah. season one, she's like, don't come to me again. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i not helping you. And, well, and behold, she did. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited for, for this. Yeah. yeah, and and I love the like they have they still they're doing that playing that game where they're just not going to tell us when it's released. It's coming out this year. It's going to be November. Tell you when. Yeah, it's going to be November. I think. That's fine. I, I think it's fun. I think it's when fun. it comes out. Uh, so here's a new thing for Marvel Comics. Um, you, you, we've known it was going to happen. We knew it was coming. It has to come eventually. Um, that's what she said. Mm. Jean Grey is going to be resurrected in Marvel Comics. The real one. The real one. Not the teenage one that's running now, around right now. To be fair, what? this is only her first real resurrection. Uh, and, and in the synopsis of what's going on, it's it actually doesn't say she's coming back from the dead. It says, has she not been dead? Or is she... Oh, you it's know, another Phoenix. I, I don't know. Replace her body. I don't know. Um, yeah, because they 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 retconned all of that. She didn't actually die. It wasn't actually her. You know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but she is known uh, for being one of the characters that dies and comes back. Which, Hence even though Phoenix. that was not, yeah, which even though that was not Claremont's um, intention for it, makes sense for the character if you're going to have someone named Phoenix. Yeah. Um, what what are your thoughts on this? Because she's been dead for a long time, a lot longer than people think. Too. Yeah. Um, it's what ten years now. Ah, I think Xavier's been dead for ten years, hasn't he? No, he's are you only sure? been dead. AVX was only three, four years ago. Oh, it was. Um, what, AVX two thousand thirteen. Oh, maybe. Was maybe. it? Maybe I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look that up. Two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. So it might have been four or five years that Xavier's been dead. And she was dead almost seven years before that, I think. Wow. I think it's 2007 when Morrison was writing it and wrote her out. Maybe older. Maybe. But it was a while back. It's been at least 10 years. For, for, yeah, she's Jean been Grey gone for a long, at least long time. 10 years. And I mean, some people think it doesn't count because of the, uh, AVX was 2012. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that's not too, too bad. No. Um, cause that's what, five, uh, five, five, five years yeah. for Xavier, which is pretty decent for any character. Logan's, Logan's been like three or four already. Yeah. Uh, which is unheard of for someone like that, I feel like. Well, I think that was a lot of the guy that was running Marvel at the time. He's been yeah. uh, replaced. So yeah, yeah. I think you'll get some more of that stuff back. I think you'll get Fantastic Four back for too long, too. No, I, I think so. I, um, the, actually, the, I didn't have this in the news, but um, Alex Ross put up a painting of the Fantastic Four on his Twitter and then took it down pretty immediately. Yeah. So uh, that, I think that's a little hint that that's going to be that's going to be coming. If he's working with Mark Wade on it, if Mark Wade's working on Fantastic Four, you need to buy the book. Yeah, yeah. Because Mark Wade is one of those characters that will take. He's like Peter David. He'll take somebody that nobody gives a shit about and make you give it, a shit about him. Yes. Well, yes. and a lot of people love Fantastic Four anyway. So yeah. that that that'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if that you know I, I I think everyone knew it was coming. Um. So it's well, comics. Nobody yeah, stays no dead. One's, and and people bitch and complain Uncle about. Ben. Yeah, peach people bitch and complain about that. But like that's part of the allure of comics. Like yeah. it's not the real world. People it's die mythology. and people come back. Yeah. So and especially and especially at this point. Yeah. Especially at this point. Um, <laughs> with Jean Grey. It, even though it's been so long, you knew she was going to come back at some point. Yeah. You knew it. And I feel like they're really building up. Um, they tore down the X-Men for a long time, mm-hmm. or a few years, 
and really tried to build up the Inhumans, Inhumans. and uh, that kind of backfired on them. Yeah. And people got pissed, so I feel like they're really building up the X-Men again. Moving on to uh, to something else, uh, Inhumans we talked about. So Inhumans Season 1 has not come out yet on ABC. It has been in the <laughs> theaters, and it has not been doing well critically, and it's canceled. <laughs> yeah. Season 1 of Inhumans is all we're getting, yep. and no one really asked for that. But it, uh, I got I think I was on Instagram or something, I saw a clip of a... Uh, Medusa. Oh, the, the God, they, it looks so. What how I, did that get to theaters? What I, well, because they're doing the IMAX for the first two. But that's still, here's that's the thing. not a thing I've you heard, do I know. with a new series. So there was the no. first trailer that was really horrible, and everyone shit all over it. There was a second trailer, wasn't as bad. The CGI was a lot better. It was still bad. It looked like mm-hmm. cosplay. But what I've heard, and I have not seen this. So this not is not cosplay. There's cosplay no, the out there. It's better, better than you see in the movie. Way better. Yeah. Um. But I've heard that the CGI for the hair and everything is much better on the IMAX, but that it's still not great. No, it looks so, bad. Because um, Lockjaw didn't look horrible. Um, Black Bolt, I, I just can't get past... Like, the one thing I can't get back past in comic book movies and shows he's and everything... He's a cool character, but he's can't be a focus. He's a supporting character. No, well, he has to be in a... Um, in a movie or TV setting, yeah. because he can't speak. Yeah, a but here's, here's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, you know, you're going to go into you know your signing contract to be these comic book people. Uh, what is something that comic book people absolutely wear always? Mask. Comic book people wear masks. Well, so, a lot of them do. A, a lot. I, that's what I'm saying. A lot of them do. So when you're yeah. uh, being a actor and everything, and you want to be one of these superheroes that everyone loves, be. Uh, you know, go the Be full the character. mile. Go the whole way. If, if you know, Brian Reynolds did it for Daredevil yeah. or for Deadpool. For Deadpool, absolutely yeah. did it. I mean, it's, uh-huh. he just inhabited that thing, and he even goes out in public in the damn thing. Yes, so yeah. he's Deadpool. Yeah. So I mean, if you don't want to do that, work. Work with your agents to get you something else. Be be a Star Lord or be a Superman. Be someone who doesn't cover up their face. But if you're working on a character like. Black Bolt, who one of like part of his image is his whole suit. Yeah, you yep. can't talk in your face is half covered. Yep. Yeah, it's and you have the, a tooting fork on your forehead. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be the greatest acting job that you're ever going to do. Or, however, or, or you're going to have to be an amazing it. actor. David Prose did an amazing job on it with Darth Vader, so you could go yeah, that route true. with it. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, so that's canceled. We get no more of that. Good um, I mean, they were pushing it for a long time, and it feels like they're just not anymore. It's like they were pushing it, but they weren't putting money into it. No, I'm just talking about the Inhumans in general. Uh, yeah, I thought you were talking about hard. the show. Yeah, I feel like that was a like uh, someone was someone's pet project for the movies. Yeah. That uh, I think, um, God, I can't remember his name. Ike, the Ike guy that was part of uh, Marvel, not Kevin. Because they got I know, split, I, I know who and you're now talking he's over about. the TV stuff. I feel like maybe before he, and I don't know any of this, and it might be all over the internet, and I'm just a dummy, but I feel like this was maybe one of his pet projects. He got ousted out of the movies, so they were like, nah, we're not going to do Inhumans as a movie. So he was like, okay, well, I'll do it as a TV show, and then yeah. like he just half-assed did it or decided he didn't care as much. And I think, you know, as much, I, I think their whole... Since Spider-Man and that deal with Sony, you can tell Marvel's attitude 
has kind of shifted as far as their comics have gone. Oh, absolutely. And their and their movies and yeah. stuff has kind of shifted since that since uh, a civil war was really announced that Spider Man was going to be in it. Yeah. So uh, I think this has been a long time coming, and this is just kind of one of these things. We have contracts. We have to fulfill this. Mm. Let's put a fucking season out and be done with it. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I'm still going to watch it when it comes out. We'll see how it is. Uh, whatever. I, I don't expect much from it. So. No. Yeah. Uh, Watchmen has a pilot order from HBO. So we talked about a few months ago yep. that Watchmen, they were looking at uh, to be an HBO series. And so apparently they have they've ordered this this pilot to be made, which yeah. doesn't mean that we'll absolutely get a show. Uh, a show. What kind of is it like an ongoing or a limited series or a- as far as I know, it's supposed to be an ongoing but um, I, but I don't really know. Um, okay. We know that the the guy that did, worked on Lost and Leftovers, his name's uh, Damon Landolf. Um, he okay. was in. He was kind of in talks to work on the the series, but that's Lindelof? all. Yeah, that's probably it. Lindelof. Yes, Damian you're right. Lindelof. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he's apparently a big fan of the show. I don't know. I don't know what else we're going to get out of it. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, like you said, a is full it, series. Is or, it a prequel? I don't know. To, um, they uh, might just completely. They might. That was something that I mean. I think that's one of the things that Snyder did well. Um, it, it was, was Watchmen. His, it was probably one of his better adaptions, and the changes they made to the movie for were good. I were good for the movie's yes, sake. Yeah, but. I do also feel like that is a story that could be expanded out into a season, perhaps, um, longer. You could really delve into some of that stuff that that happens in the comics. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I'm HBO. I'm of two minds decent, on it. Yeah. They have decent stuff, and they usually give their people budgets. Oh yeah. So- uh, they don't have any comic stuff right now so that would be interesting to see how that goes if there's anybody i'd want to see doing it it's probably them or amc yeah yep. would probably yep. be the two i would want to see doing it possibly um amc does preacher right yep uh, y- yes and walking dead so yeah. they've they've given both of them decent budgets and, yeah. and good writing and breaking bad and they've had other yeah. uh, series before that they've really taken care of so of the two places I would want to see Watchmen, That's, HBO and AMC would probably be the two places. Yeah. And it, I mean, it could it can be pretty violent and everything on yeah. HBO. So they, I mean, they kind of have a play playground there. Exactly. Uh, HBO is also developing. Depel- Good God, guys! I just cannot Stroke. talk today. Developing a uh, another new drama titled "Who Fears Death," and it's going to be um, executively produ- produced by George R. R. Martin. It's set in a post-apocalyptic Africa. It mixes in some like fantasy elements to it. Uh, it's going to follow a girl who's kind of considered an outcast, and she just kind of sets off on a dangerous journey. It's based on a book of the same same title and everything. Uh, I love post-apocalyptic stuff. So he's writing a post-apocalyptic Game of Thrones. No, no girl Martin's- goes out on a long and dangerous journey. Maybe uh, Martin, I mean, Martin that's, should finish his books yes. that people want. Yes. Well, finish. he has a deal with HBO right now, and he's going to be a producer on it, but 
that doesn't always really mean no. anything. That might mean he goes to a couple of meetings and they're like, these are the ideas. And he's like, no, that's shit. Let's do this instead. Yeah. You, know, well, you right, never know. Finish your books, buddy. He really does need to finish those books. Yeah, I think people he's would old love that. And, he's old and fat. He's going to die soon. Well, we, yeah, that's we all of us that. in this room, yeah, too. Well, so. that's true. No, he's Chuck's old. old and fat. Uh, filming's begun on The Good Omen, which is based on the Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett um, oh, yeah. novel. And David Tennant and Michael Sheen are characters in this film. Film. <laughs> Michael Refer- Sheen? Television series. Yeah. What's yeah. he been in? Uh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, they put out a uh, picture of all of this and everything. I I love No Gaiman stuff, so I'm interested in it. Um, Terry Pratchett, his stuff can be a little weird for me sometimes. But uh, I'm saying a bit after saying <laughs> after what after saying Neil Gaiman stuff's really well, good. That's true. Like, that's yeah, that's Terry true. They, stuff's pretty weird though. Um, they they feel like they might complement each other really well. I haven't read The Good Omen, mm-hmm. um. So I don't know. I don't know how that will that will be. I don't oh. know, but I'm I'm excited to see David Tennant. Um, was you know he's an excellent excellent actor. Yeah. So with him on board, I think that's something that you know could be made something out of it. So that's all I have this week for the news. Yeah. So. That was a lot. Yeah, it really was. There was a lot going on, a lot of trailers and everything. Uh, We actually have a lot of uh, questions of the week, so let's move on to the mailbag. Okay. All right, guys, we've got a few questions from the mailbag. First off, uh, Brian Marshall says, how do you guys feel about J.J. Abrams directing episode nine? He's going to do a good job. I'm good. I'm excited about it. I know uh, I know a lot of people think that he doesn't finish strong. Um, I think he did a great job on seven. And uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's just a new hope redone, blah, 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 blah. He did so much good in that, though, because yeah. taking something like – if you're going to copy something, that's a good place yeah. to start. Yeah. And you're bringing in decades of people who don't yeah. know, you know, maybe didn't grow you up have, on Star Wars. Yeah, you, you're bringing in new people I haven't seen that are new to Star Wars, and you're trying to wash the prequel taste out of mm-hmm. a lot of jaded moviegoers' yeah. mouths, um, as well as keep fans of a 40-year-old franchise happy. Yeah. You know what? He did a damn good job. I I think he did excellent. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing what the new guy did in um eight, episode eight. eight. Um, and, everything I've seen so far looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and people that are bitching about it, like how you said, oh, it's just a new hope done over again. You saw it in theaters, and I know for a fact you bought it on Blu-ray or you bought it digitally. You're watching it again. You own it, so don't complain. If you think it's just a new hope again. You already own it. You've seen it already. It's not. A, it's well, not a new hope again. Either. It's not. There's, it's not. There's so much other too. And uh, what I because one of the things this was that, dark. It was dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and one of the things that I think was done really well in this, um, a lot of times female characters and specifically um, positive female. female characters for for like young women and stuff, they aren't done real well. No, no. we not. we got Wonder Woman and she was great. Yeah. And um. I mean, kind of always has been in the comics. Like that's a that's a normal thing. Yeah. Princess Leia, one yeah. of the best ever. She doesn't need anyone to save her. She, you know, she's her own person. She's not just there to be saved. 
No. And Ray was the same way, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like preachy and, you know, girl powery. No. Which I've really appreciated because I even it's though like I, Ripley from Alien exactly as well yeah. even even though uh, I didn't love Rogue One I liked uh, what's her name uh, Jane or so yeah I liked her character because it was the same thing yeah she so Star Wars I think has been really good at doing that and I I think that's absolutely what JJ was able to do with the Ray character in in this and I mean that has to do with the writing and the actress and everything else as yeah. well they all did a great job. Um, but they already like they've already all worked together, yeah. And they've they produced a great Star Wars film. Yeah. I walked out of that saying, you know what, that felt like Star Wars. Yes. That's yes, what I've been waiting for for years, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to what JJ is going to do with this. I'm looking forward uh, to eight. It comes out in, in December. Yeah. And nine's been moved back to next December. I wish it would get her earlier. I wish it had had a, what was it, May? May. Man, I wish. It's not, not next, next December. Year. It, was, it would have been the, the one after that. Yeah. But um, I, I I love Star Wars, guys. And I think JJ did a great job on seven. So I'm looking forward to see what yeah, he can I, do. I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. He did. Nope. A lot of people really like what he did with the two Star Trek movies, and I, I don't particularly like those. I don't like them. They're, but I don't like actiony Star Trek. They're so. good movies, but like you're saying, they're good movies, but they're not good Star Trek movies. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of Star Trek, Nick uh, from Twitter says, "Are you looking forward to the new Star Trek series?" Uh, that's a hard at work nick he does a podcast that's it's on the, the gw discovery, with us right yeah, yeah discovery. i believe it airs tonight actually oh uh, really on cbs the first episode is going to air on cbs and then you have to subscribe to cbs all access to get the rest of the episodes which i'm not excited about i no. think that's a really shitty way to do stuff i'm never going to play what is it like six is i think it's like nine dollars for it I pay $9 for Hulu and get a shitload of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I pay like 15 for Netflix and get a shitload of stuff. I'm, I'm not, not paying gonna, 9 bucks to watch Star Trek. I'm not going to pay 9 bucks to watch your shitty CBS stuff that yeah. happens to have Star Trek that I might be interested in. Yeah. I don't know. I might. Uh, Dwight's give us your on sign it. in. Dwight's on it. Is he? Give yeah. us your sign in. Harry Mudd. We'll watch it. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Send us your sign in and we'll watch it and tell you yeah. if we're excited about it. I'm excited about the series because I love I do like Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I would like to see another good Star Trek and this looks like it looks like they're trying to do Star Trek. Yeah. I hope it is Star Trek y Star Trek and not like action Star Trek like you said. Yeah. Um but yeah. What about you guys? Uh, Chuck, I don't think you're you're not much of a Trekkie, are you? Are you? He's giving me these weird eyes. It's, I'm it's so weird lover's eyes. Yeah. I found Next Gen for my mom on syndication. Okay. I love Next Generation, but oh, just know. loving Next Generation doesn't mean a tracking. Know. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I found it for my mom. I ruined some of her VHS tapes from Columbia House because she ordered each of the seasons of uh, Next Gen. Uh-huh. I ruined some because I kept watching them over and over and oh, over okay. again. Okay. Uh, didn't really get into the other ones as much because yeah. Deep Space Nine, it's it was hit or miss with me, and I saw a couple uh, episodes of Voyager because one day whenever. I'm going to go through those two. I've watched a few episodes here and there, but I know I love Next Gen, and I just watched it like you said on syndication. But watching it all the way through was really good oh, yeah. for me. I love the original series, and the, I even like a lot of the movies, but um. I, I've never gone through Voyager and Deep Space Nine. I feel like I need to give them the proper attention, mm-hmm. but just haven't. But yeah. 
Yeah. I I'm, started I'm, Voyager, or not Voyager, uh, Deep Space Nine, and I fell off because I started watching something else. I've watched Voyager twice. I've, I've been through a whole series on Voyager twice, and I haven't ever finished. I've seen Most a of lot Deep of Space Deep Nine? Space Nine out of order. Ah. Uh, and I'm actually, that's one of the things I'm doing on the side. It's just, if I get it, if I know I have boom, an boom. hour, I'm just popping in DS9 and watching. Mm. I'm only on episode three, but. I think that's where I'm at. But it's it's a solid series, and more than any other Star Trek, it shows a more, I think it shows a more realistic side of how things would be in the in those. Because it's a, it's a centralized location. It's a centralized location, and there's a lot of, you have, uh, it's this, I don't know. It's got some of the best conflict in the in the series, mm-hmm. um, with um, with the Dominion War and everything else that mm-hmm. goes on. Um, they do great with their characters. Um, there are real consequences to the actions that you see in it. So, I'm it's Cisco it's definitely hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you definitely have to watch that series mm-hmm. to get a full effect. And on you also it. said the first what. Season, first or second season's kind of eh, yeah, because they still had writers yeah, for doing next gen. I and once next gen like, was done, it got much better. Yeah, I always feel like you can tell in those that set of three series, you can tell when next gen ended because mm-hmm. DS9 got a real boost in the storytelling. Yeah, and you can tell when DS9 ended because Voyager, did cause Voyager just popped right up too. Yeah. yeah. So, so what are what are your thoughts on the new one? Um, I think I'm excited, excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's a new television Star Trek. Um, I I hope they kind of go back to that spirit yeah. of the original, yeah, more sciency and yeah. Get, not happy about the access of the show. No, it, that's the thing. That's the main thing that I think could kill this show. But I, I think, think it is going to kill it. It might, but I think you had said a while ago when the first trailer, when it was just the uh, the ship coming out of the space station, it was. I think it was maybe last year when we heard about this show, but uh, maybe even people that ago. love Star Trek are the same people that will stream stuff now, and they will be the ones that we buying the CBS Online shit I to think watch C- it. CBS uh, All Access is going to see a huge spike bump in their people purchasing it for, for about one for about maybe about four months or yeah. whatever, however long mm-hmm. the season runs, and, and then, then they're going to take a huge drop. Yeah, because that's if I was a huge Trekkie, that's exactly what I would do. It I would, would it, I would be mad about it, but that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see the first month. You'll probably see a really big jump for that first month of people, and then you're either going to see a, a plateau there for a mm-hmm. few months, or you're going to see a dip like hell, and then and, yep, and make and you'll know I, from that. I've read, and I don't know. I haven't really researched into this or anything, but I've read and heard that. In um, the UK, it's just going to be streaming on Netflix. Oh, mother. Which is bullshit. That's yeah. all licensing that's and true. stuff like yeah. that. And it very well could be they may not have the streaming capabilities that Netflix has over there. Yeah. Um, that are set up here as far as that's concerned. It's And it, it, licensing works a whole different way in other countries. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yes. I know that. I'm just, just kind of pissed off about it, you know? No, I understand. I, I wish all these companies would quit trying to make this happen for their company and just get on board with. And no one's going to buy forty different fucking licenses, guys. Yeah. Just get on board, pay 
let Netflix pay you, let Hulu pay you, and then you don't even have to do the work. Or even Amazon. Or even Amazon, absolutely. Yeah. All right, uh, David asks, uh, AMD or Intel? With the new AMD uh, thread dipper out, Chuck's like, is that a kind of steak? Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. not, I'm out. Chuck's throwing his hands up already. So uh, with the new AMD thread dipper out, who's still going to buy the new i7? So most of us here are not I'm tech nerds. Some, some com- it's computers. Yes. This is all you, Ray. Yeah. Some so Skynet this is all shit. me. I'm... I'm an IT guy. Unfortunately, I'm more of a software guy nowadays instead of a hardware guy, and I haven't been keeping up with all of this. It's not really it's not really one of those things that I keep up with for fun. I know a lot of IT guys are really into the hardware. Uh, I like hardware, and I've always kind of been a fan of AMD because uh, I started off just doing you know computer building and stuff for a local a local uh, computer shop, and um, AMDs have always been cheaper and just as good as. Uh, Intel, like it's always felt like they were, you know, at least back when I was building them and all, um, that's how it always felt. And I kind of, it's one of those things where you kind of want to want to root for the underdog sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have no dog in the fight. I'm not a um I like I have a a Mac laptop and an iPhone, but I'm not a Mac guy. So I'm not that kind of guy that's just like picks a technology and I'm going to fight the hard fight for it. Um, I have my recording computer as a windows computer. So um, yeah. So Intel AMD, I'm not one to really pick one side hard and just go with it. But I love when you get a, uh, a company that, you know, kind of revolutionizes things or like pushes things ahead a bunch. And especially when it's one that seems like it's a little bit less of a, you know, more of an underdog and they can get a one, a leg up on the competitor. That's, the big name. So I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, as far as specs and everything, all that, like I said, I haven't even really looked into it. I've heard, I, I've heard these of these coming out and everything. And I, like I said, I just haven't really dug into it that deep. I don't think either Mike or Nate are uh, really no. into that stuff as much either. Mike might surprise us, but uh, yeah, sorry, we we don't really have a uh, a definitive answer for that question, David. But but thanks for asking. And um, if you have any other questions like that, I'll uh, I'll try to do a little bit more research into it and yeah. uh, give you a real answer. <laughs> uh, Mike asks, not the mic from the show, unfortunately. Uh, since Zoom, uh, so we're talking about Zoom from the Flash world, slows yep. time down, um, slows time down around him. Is he technically considered a speedster? Because I know uh, a lot of times... Well, let's define speedster. Well, and I think what a speedster is in DC is someone who can manipulate the time force. The speed, speed force. force. Speed force. I'm sorry. Good yeah. God. He's How not, do I do that? He doesn't run fast. He manipulates the time around him. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I feel like is... I don't know 100% about canon of whether Zoom... I think he, that would be manipulating the speed force, though, wouldn't no, it? No. It, it's different. Um, it's different. Do they consider him a speedster? No. no. Okay. No, so he's, he's a time manipulator. Okay. Yeah. So he's not. They don't even put him in the same class or anything. No. So okay. he literally like he can slow down, Barry around him when he's running, and then run at his normal speed. It looks like he's keeping up with Barry when he's not. He's slowing Barry down and everything else around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. then he's moving at normal speed, but and it looks like he's super speed. Zoom and Professor Zoom, two separate characters. Or the same one. I'm not, not sure. sure about that. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah, look into that part of it. I don't read a ton of Flash comic books. Although um, I did read a lot of the Rebirth stuff when it first launched, 
and I was really digging it. And um, I read I, a bunch of stuff when Wally was in it, mm-hmm. um, but a bunch of stuff was only like two years worth of comics. Gotcha. I fell off a lot during the the button uh, when that that happened, and I really haven't haven't read any DC stuff since then. I know metal sounds like it's pretty oh, oh pretty gosh, metal. That <laughs> looks pretty bad, yeah. actually. So uh, a lot of that's been them been looking pretty good, and they're working up to Doomsday Clock and all of that, but I'm so far behind now. I've yeah. always really liked... Uh, Flash was one of those comics that when I was a kid, I had like two or three of, mm-hmm. uh, and I had tons of X-Men comics, you know, like 20. <laughs> yeah. At the time, it felt like I just had a ton of X Men comics. I had two or three Flash comics, and I really liked the Flash much more. That I was much more into him than like Batman or Superman. But the DC art at the time just like didn't grab me as a as a kid as much. So I think that's why the the, the, the X Men stuff at the time during the nineties and eighties and stuff felt a lot more glossy and new. Mm-hmm. So that's more the direction I went, and um, I've been really, really interested to jump into Flash stuff, but um, picking a major character like that out of um, DC is a little intimidating to try to like kind of get in there and you know read what you need to read, and there's no easy way that it's accessible. Like there's Marvel Unlimited for Marvel stuff, of course, yeah. Um, but with DC, there's not like an easy way to do that. You have to go out and buy a bunch of trades or a bunch of floppies or uh, buy it on Comixology and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'm not 100% um, qualified. I, I I know what I know from the TV series, but I also know that the way TVs and comics go, that that's probably not canon anyway. Yeah. So, no. Okay. Chuck's looking it up, though. Chuck's got the phone, the Google Foo-ish, maybe not. Oh, he's no, so let's get mad. Past it. Yeah, he's I'll, so mad. When we're done with this, because you said Professor Zoom... That was Ebor Thon. Yeah, Zoom is a different person. Yeah, but also Ebor was Zoom also. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so comic books. Hashtag yeah. comics. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. So, but there, Hunter Zolomon, the Zoom everyone's familiar with, not a speedster. Okay. That's what, that's our official consensus. There you go. I would say no. that um, speedster needs to be redef- redefined, and then he could be a speedster. But yeah. whatever. All right, guys. That's uh, all we have now. Oh, so that was all the questions. That was all yeah. the questions. It seemed like a lot. It was. It was four, but or five, maybe five, maybe uh, or five. Zoom repeating. JJ uh, Abrams, the computer, and four. So, thanks for those questions this week. Uh, yes. Send us some other questions if you got them. We'll try to answer them. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you have computer questions send them a little earlier so i can do some research because i don't keep up with that as much but uh I, but thanks guys and uh we'll see you next week for the next episode of nerds oh, yeah. goodbye Nerds Who Get Late Sometimes is recorded at the illustrious Big Brown Record Town Studios in beautiful downtown Lake City. Episodes are published each Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Play. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerds who get laid. We're at nerds who get laid on Twitter and Instagram. We're part of the Geeks Worldwide Podcast Network. You can find reviews and articles we write at thegww.com. We're also part of the Modest Pod Podcast Network. We're on floridageekscene.com and also we be geek 
GeeksPC.com. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean. You can also check out the show notes for links about things we talked about in this episode. Thanks so much. This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks, assemble!